What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HailVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I am Sadie. I'm Sasha. Today, we're wading into the wide world of fitness industry bullshit uh, to bust more fitness myths. Yeah. Here we are again. (laughs) Is this part three? Yes. Okay. It is. So... Oh my God. Where do we start? Well, we asked you the other day on Instagram for some ideas. So we took some, uh, some of your answers and threw some science behind it to explain why Mm. these things are bullshit because there's so much of it out there. There really is. And some of these, like I hadn't one, I I just hadn't heard them in a while. Right. So I like forgot they existed. So that's why we selected why the ones we we selected are because they, I haven't heard them in quite a while. That's a Taylor (laughs) Swift song, isn't it? Oops. I forgot you existed. I have no idea. I think it's about Kanye. Sorry, Swifties, but whatever. I'm not going to care. (laughs) She can get out. (laughs) Just pissing people off right at the beginning. You're welcome. (laughs) It's my job. What are you doing that for? Sorry. Uh, Don't be mad. It's okay. We've hung out. Taylor's cool. Okay. She's like, oh my God though. Okay. Her, her makeup for fucking stage is so airbrushed. Perfect. That she didn't look real. Oh wow. Like her makeup is so perfect. She looked like a robot. Oh wow. Um, and I was so jealous. I'm like, wow, my makeup will never look that fucking flawless, but I'm not Taylor Swift. (laughs) True. True. (laughs) She is pretty awesome though. Her mom's the shit. Her mom is a sweetheart. Um, but yeah, so getting back to it. Hi, we're already rambling. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're going we're gonna to bust some fitness myths today. And those three things are you have to lose weight before you start lifting, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, don't ever eat more than 30 grams of protein per meal. And core and cardio workouts are useless. Woo! Those are some steamers. For real. Okay, so the first one that we're going to talk about is you have to lose weight before you start lifting. Bullshit. <laughs> Total fucking bullshit. Like, why do, why are we, you have to start losing weight before you can get fit. What? What? That doesn't even make sense. No. Like at all. So we've been told for a really, really long time that you should focus on shedding fat before you start building muscle. So much so that people actually still believe that this is true, which is asinine to me. Even though stacks upon stacks of research say otherwise. What's their logic behind this statement? Well, we'll dive into that. Gaining more fat is a slippery slope, quote unquote. Yeah. They say that gaining muscle without gaining fat is 
very difficult and that if you aren't counting calories while doing all of this, your odds of success are highly improbable. That's a lot of word salad. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I, I read this. So I got it from an article. This is where this comes from. This mm. is from some, uh, I don't even fucking remember the name of it, but essentially they were telling you, well, these are the things you should do if you want to get to the gym and make it maximum effort at the first part of your fitness journey. And it's yeah. like, okay, you're, yeah. you're setting up all sorts of fucking unrealistic expectations here, but have fun with that. Yeah. Um, so you, Hmm. More gaining more fat is a slippery slope. Okay, let's let's discuss that first. There is this really weird transfer of matter that happens when you start losing weight and lifting weights at the same time. Mm-hmm. Your body weight fluctuates a, a lot. ton. Yeah. A bunch. Like within a month, you're gonna have probably 60 different weights if you weighed yourself on every single scale day. every yeah. single day in the morning and in the evening like it's not going to be consistent at all you have this weird batter of transfer that or transfer of matter that's going on because you're a you're burning fat because you can burn fat and build muscle at the same time it yeah. takes a long, a long time. time it does but you can do it mm-hmm. it, it doesn't mean it's impossible just because it takes a while and you have to eat a lot but yeah. um you can still do that so like when i started fucking <sighs> I was almost 200 pounds. I think I was, I think my heaviest, I was at 197. So I'm 5'10". That put me at like a BMI of 28 ish, mm-hmm. give or take. Um, it was strange because I, I went up to 205 for a while and then I dropped in like three months, I dropped like 15 pounds and then I was down to like a buck 90. And then after that, it kind of plateaued for a while. Like your body is kind of figuring out what the fuck is going on. It's, so it's, it's going to try a bunch of different things. Yeah. And it's learning your, like it's relearning the things that you're doing. So yeah, like it's you're unlearning reprogramming your body. Exactly. So like when, when you hear, you know, re body recomp a lot, that's what your body's doing. Mm-hmm. It's recompositioning itself because you are treating it differently. Yep. You're doing different things to it. Um, and so that word salad, I don't even want to post that because it, <laughs> quote, the air bunnies, they really, really matter right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's so wild that you, yeah. it's, it's a slippery slope. Here's the yeah. thing. If you're going to gain muscle, you're going to gain fat. That's part of what happens. Yeah, you have to eat. Yeah. Remember? Not everything that you put on your body, if you're bulking, is going to be straight up muscle. And mm-hmm. if you don't know about bulking, if you're new to the podcast, hi, welcome. We did a um, two-parter. Yes, we did two parts about bulking like a month and a half, two months ago. So yeah. look back like eight, ten episodes. I don't remember what number it is. But um, another one that they put on this list was you, quote unquote, look bigger when you are lean. What? What? Let's dive into that. We're all dumber for having listened to that sentence. <laughs> for real. Fuck. So while while this may be true, like your muscles will look bigger if you're more lean. Like mm-hmm. the less body fat you have, the more pronounced your muscles are going to be. Yes. That's how it works. But not everyone works to fit an aesthetic ideal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like people step at us and they're like, oh, that's a lot coming from two soft bimbos. And it's like, I don't work out to look like a fucking brick shit house. Yeah, I work out to be stronger and for my mental health. If I end up being a brick shit house, that's a bonus. It's a byproduct. Yeah. But that's not my goal. Exactly. 
my goal is to be fucking strong enough that I can lug 70 pounds of cat litter down my stairs and not die. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I, I fucking train so that I can be a useful human, not so that I can look like a fucking goddess. Yeah. Like, I don't care about that. So if you're going to, like, if that's something that you're throwing at people as a you reason. You don't know what their goals are. Yeah. A, you don't know what their goals are. B, you're fucking projecting. Hello. Yeah. Go talk to somebody because you're not good. Like, fucking leave us alone. We're doing our thing. Go be miserable by, miserable by yourself if that's what you want to do. We're not all working out for aesthetics. You shouldn't work out for aesthetics. I mean, if you want to, that's fine. But right. there's a whole other realm of bullshit that you have to deal with you when you're actually training to, for aesthetics. Yeah, you don't have to work out for aesthetics. Yeah. It, if you and want to, sweet. Such, yeah. yeah, not everybody does that. It's such a small fraction of people that actually are going to the gym that fit that, that they think they're the majority. It's like, no, dude. You're so not the majority. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you used to be, but normal people go to the gym now too. Yeah, exactly. So um, to think everyone that works out to look better is presumptuous and it's just flat out dangerous. Mm -hmm. Like this is why people have negative feelings about their body image Mm -hmm. because shitheads go out there and fucking talk without knowing what they're fucking saying. Yeah. Most people work out to feel good. They don't work out as a punishment. They don't work out as an obsession. They're not micromanaging every single fucking gram of carbs that are going into their bodies to, you know, like bodybuilding is so, you have to be so on point if you're doing it at a high level. Yeah. (laughs) Like the discipline that it takes, like most people don't don't want to adhere to or don't have it within them. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's not for everyone. (laughs) It isn't for everyone. And I am everyone. (laughs) (laughs) It is not for me. So statements like this also set people up for a letdown. Um, because again, we talked about it last week, speaking in absolutes. Mm. Why, why are you speaking in absolutes? Everybody is different. Everybody has free will and can do whatever the fuck they want. Exactly. Don't make it sound like they have to do something. When you tell somebody that they have to do it, they're more like more likely to be resistant. Right. You tell me I can't do something. I'll be like, fuck you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So you're setting people up for a huge letdown when they bust their asses and maybe their genetic lottery doesn't play into their favor in the fat loss or muscle gain departments. Yes. Like it's, yeah. it's just not fair. It really isn't. And, and, and like broad, you know, broad sweeping brushstroke statements like that, like it's not helping anybody. No. The only person that that helps or whatever, if you want to call it helping is the person making that comment. It makes them for whatever reason, feel a certain way or feel better about themselves for, for saying shit like that. Yep. Um, you'll quote, you'll never know how much bigger you want to get. Yeah. What? What does that even mean? <laughs> it oh, and I've heard this. You'll never know. You'll never know how much bigger you want to get. That's like I feel like so I backwards. feel like that was plucked out of the fucking comments on TikTok. Seriously, it's like a common statement that we've seen surfing the web, looking for reasons why people think this archaic bullshit works <laughs> again. Not all of us train for aesthetics. And if you do, that's totally fine. Like, yeah, we're, we're not, not shitting knocking. on you. We don't care. No, it's fine. That's cool. That's do like you. you do, you're doing your thing. But remember that fitness isn't a one size fits all fucking thing. Yeah. You don't, you're not going to go, you know, buy that oversized t-shirt that fits everybody. Put it on and think that like, oh, this is it. Making blanket statements like that is dangerous because one, you scare people away from wanting to even start trying. It's yes. intimidating as shit in, to fucking begin with. I actually just got a text right before we started recording this talking about how intimidating it is going into a gym and not knowing, you know, whatever. You'll never know how much bigger you want to get. That doesn't even, 
like those words don't even like, I can't comprehend them because it doesn't fucking make sense. Assuming that everyone has the same goals as you is stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Like, honestly, I, we are a lot similar, Sadie and I, as individuals. Yeah. I do not have the same goals as her. I don't. I don't and even she know what mine are. Right. Because right. <laughs> most people don't have the same goals as the person next to them. No, you don't. Um, so you never know how much bigger you want to yeah, get. Yeah, you'll never know how much Fuck bigger you want to get. out of here. Because, you know, it's all about getting big. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like, that's like telling a girl, oh, don't lift heavy. You might get bulky. Like, what the fuck does that what even mean? What does that mean? even mean? Are you scared that I might have bigger biceps than you? Like, what? I don't understand that statement either. Like, Stupid. Oh, my God. We should make it. If we, You know how David Letterman used to do the top 10 list? Yes. Maybe, maybe we should start like doing a top 10 every month of stupid shit that we hear people say yes. on the internet. Seriously. <laughs> we should. All right. So why, why? Yes. Yes. <laughs> a bonus episode. Top 10 dumbest fucking things we heard this month. Uh, why is this mantra bullshit? Well, it's easy. Um, when you cut, you cut calories at the beginning of working out, you risk losing more than just fat. You also risk losing muscle mass. So when you gain muscle mass, you also gain fat, but yes. it works the same way in reverse. Yep. So there's always going to be some amount of give and take when it comes to what what amount of body fat you're going to have because you're always going to have body fat. You have to have a certain amount of body fat for your body to function properly. And for women, it's a higher percentage than for men. Sorry, ladies, we got fucked on that one too. I know. But uh, it's because we grow babies. Mm -hmm. Um, When you cut calories at the beginning of working out, you're going to A, feel like shit. Yeah. Because you're already going to be on a calorie deficit. But if you're hyper-focused on really cutting fat, you're going to cut a shit ton of fat and carbs out of your diet. And you need fat and carbs to fucking get through your workouts without feeling like crap. Notice we said fat and carbs and not protein. Yeah. Protein's the one number that doesn't go down. Yeah, it never goes (laughs) down. Some days it might go up based on what your fat and carbs are going to do just to fill that void. Your deficit um, almost 100% of the time comes from fat and carbs. Yes. So yeah, spoiler alert, if you ever have like, if you ever hire Sasha and I to work on your nutrition plan and we do that for you, um, when we, when we manipulate your macros, it's always going to be carbs and fat. It'll never be your protein. No. Ever. Flash. <laughs> you still need a fuckload of protein. Protein grows your muscles. We actually cover protein shortly after this. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, so you don't want to lose your muscle mass while you're trying to build muscle mass. Mm-hmm. And because your muscle is also going to help burn more carbs, fats, and protein. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that here in a second. Metabolism. But yes, metabolism is magic. Heather Milton is an exercise physiologist, and she says that one thing they concentrate on a lot, especially for people who are trying to lose weight, is to do strength training in order to maintain losing muscle mass. So this is how you combat losing muscle mass while you're dropping fat. Yes. Why? Lift the weights. Why? Because more muscle mass, as we mentioned, means faster metabolism. Faster metabolism means we're burning more calories and you get where we're going with this. Everybody wants the fast metabolism. (laughs) Right. She says, Heather Milton, if you lose weight by calorie restriction alone, you tend to lose fat and muscle at the same rate, which is not ideal because your metabolism will slow down. So when you hear people talk about metabolic damage, metabolic damage isn't real. It's just that your metabolism is slowed down because you're not fueling your body enough. Yep. Okay. So prime example, when I first started actually paying attention to my food, I was one. Of, I was in the 1200 calorie club. So I did lose weight, but I also lost, I, I didn't gain any muscle because I was not fueling my body properly. Well, 
because your body is basically cannibalizing itself because you're not feeding it properly, I really, I didn't do irreparable harm, but it took me a long time to even that shit back out. Yep. So when, when you're coming back from an ED or close to an ED, like, yeah, they're going to have you on a refeed for a really long time because you have to get your metabolism back up to its normal speed because you've been, you've been running it into the ground forever. Yep. Um, this is why we say that, so I posted an image the other day on Instagram from, um, my nutrition textbook where it was your daily recommended minimum calorie intake. Mm -hmm. So basically it shakes down to if you're older than a 10 year old, if you're a boy, and if you're older than a 13 year old, if you're a girl, or if you have male, female parts, you know, Mm -hmm. we play that. So if you're genetically, if you're a male and you're over the age of 10, or if you're a genetic female and you're over the age of 13, you will need more than 1,700 calories a day. More than that. Newborn yeah. babies, 1,000 calories a day. Right. So if you're eating 1,200 calories, you're eating almost as much as a newborn baby who's literally laying and shitting themselves all day long. Yeah. That's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> That's not good. It is not good. It's, it's not, not good. healthy. No, not at all. So you heard it straight from an exercise physiologist. If you want to lose weight and maintain or build muscle, you should use strength training as part of your arsenal to prevent muscle catabolism. And that's when your body begins to eat your muscles. Yes. What I was mentioning before. Just, we, you know, we hear all these people demonizing food and shit. Like, just, just don't (laughs) tune them out just eat please this other this next one blew my fucking mind Mm -hmm. like just blew my mind (laughs) the way that it was posed and then the way that we looked it up uh, are different but i've heard what i'm about to read i have so the the myth that came in was never eat more than 40 grams of protein a day (sighs) yeah which it that used to be one that went around yes now it's, it's 30 grams of protein per, per meal. meal, which is, I'm, you should be eating at least 30 grams of protein per meal. Yeah. For, uh, per meal. Um, okay. So more age old bullshit, right? Like <laughs> this is so fucking archaic. I can't even believe that we're talking about it. Um, we've heard that you shouldn't eat more than 30 grams of protein per meal. Why? Why? Why do they fucking say this? So the claim is that excess protein consumption and amounts more than 30 grams per hour aren't stored. And that eating meals with more than 30 grams of protein per meal can hurt your kidneys, which I've heard before. Mm -hmm. And I bought into it for a minute until I fucking opened a book. Uh, (laughs) And I was like, this is too much protein can hurt your kidneys, but it takes a lot. Yeah. Like, like overdosing on water a lot. Right. Like you can, you can die of over consuming anything. Yes. It just depends on how much of it it takes. Um, so there, there is a basis that too much protein can hurt your kidneys because it comes out as excess urea. We're going to talk about that here in a minute, but, um, there are also claims that say if you eat more than X amount of protein a day, you're going to pee the excess out, which yes, because that's what you do with your urine, but you do that with all of the nutrients that are left over. It's not just protein. But also the way that your body holds on to nutrients, like, mm. like that is a complicated process. Yeah, like, it is. Um, what does science say about this fucking statement? 
<laughs> this bullshit fucking statement. The Journal of Inter- Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> the Journal Sasha. of the International Society of Sports Nutrition says that controversy exists about the maximum amount of protein that can be utilized for lean tissue building purposes in a single meal for those involved in regimented resistance training. It has been proposed that the that muscle protein synthesis is maximized in young adults with an intake of 20 to 25 grams per meal. And anything above this amount is excreted in the form of urea and other acids in the urine. How fucking ever. <laughs> These findings are specific to the provision of fat digesting protein, proteins within the addition of other macronutrients. Yeah, so... The study, the study referenced in the argument is only ingesting 20 to 25 grams per meal, which was also concluded using strictly whey protein as their protein source. So right. none of the study participants were actually ingesting lean actual meat protein. Yep. They were just drinking protein shakes. And that's a big red flag. Yeah. Um, because yeah. you don't run around all day sucking down protein shakes. At least you shouldn't. Yeah. Um, if you're getting all of your protein intake from whey. Yeesh. A, you're going to be gassy. Yeah, B, that's fucking expensive. Yeah. C, you're not going to get all of the different types of protein that your body needs because whey protein is made for quick uptake. Yes. It's got fast absorbing proteins, but there are ones that break down longer that your bus- that your muscles can use in the long run to repair themselves. And that's the thing where they're like, oh, well, you'll pee it all out. And it's like, well, yeah, if you're just drinking fucking whey, right. once they're done with the quick uptake, it's going to be gone. Yeah. So TLDR, you don't exist in a vacuum. Um, so eat as much damn protein per meal as you want. Yes. Uh, as much as you can handle, honestly. Like, the, that's the hard part about protein intake. It's just based on how much your stomach can do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, like, and everybody's different. Again, your mileage may vary. Yeah. We are putting that on a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, it's got to go on a t-shirt. Um it is going to vary. So like, and it depends on your goals. It depends on what you're doing. Like dietary restrictions. Exactly. So for me on, if it's going to be a really fucking busy day, I front load my protein. Like I will have a pretty high protein breakfast just so that I make sure I'm getting in all of my protein. If I think that I'm going to be super busy, I almost always have protein powder on me just in case. Like if I miss a meal entirely, I need to, supplement which that happens in, with, in our line of work protein. sometimes yeah. you get slammed and you have a session that goes long and you have five minutes to slam something into your face before your next client shows up like right welcome yeah. to the world of broadcasting <laughs> fuck i forgot to eat <laughs> for real it's just plan ahead planning ahead yeah. like have a plan honestly like if it helps you to write down shit and like pre-plan out your whole fucking week on what you're going to eat or about what you're going to eat, what you think you have, you're going to have available. What's in your fucking freezer. Mm-hmm. Just write that shit down, center your fucking meals around your protein and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and if the great right. thing, the great thing about like proteins is if you forgot to take something out before you left for work this morning yeah. to put it in the fridge to thaw, like you can go grab, say, like a steak from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. A pretty decent grocery store steak, if it's like an inch or more thicker-ish. Yeah. You can split that with somebody, and that's that's a whole serving of protein for an entire meal. You're going to be plentiful, yeah. and it costs you like $9. So like, yeah, if, you're, if you're smart about it, you can find ways to make it not super expensive. If you like drop the ball and you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't thaw anything because that totally happens. Yeah. Um, otherwise, get an instant pot and you can always make tacos because you can throw a brick of frozen hamburger in that bitch and you've got right. ground beef in 30 minutes. Absolutely. Another rule of thumb too, and it depends on, again, your mileage is going to vary. 
Like I said, like my, my macros are, are different than what Sadie's macros are. Um, we don't weigh the same. We are not the same height, et cetera, et cetera. I typically eat, I want to be eating around 30 per meal period, if not more. Um, so just fucking stop listening to stupid shit on the internet. That's what this whole episode's yes, about, right? Yeah. Don't believe everything you hear on the internet, please. This other one, I, I've seen this a, a lot lately and I'm glad we're talking about it because I think it's super important. Um, cardio and core workouts are fucking useless. Well, that's stupid. That's okay. just dumb. That's one of those like fucking broad brush statements again. We've all heard it. Ab workouts are useless because you already have a six pack under there and there are compound movements that help in strengthening your core while strengthening other muscles in your body simultaneously. simultaneously. But what, but like, why does that render all core movements useless like it it doesn't yeah yeah like i i don't think that you should go out and do like a hundred crunches if you're trying to get visible abs but um it's still true don't don't do a million crunches a million crunches will not give you visible abs most likely right um but it also doesn't mean that you can't still do crunches to make your midsection stronger yeah exactly Like, like if you like honestly that's one of the like awesome things to throw in at the end of a workout for like accessory shit. Like if you want to do a core circuit, do a fucking core circuit. It's not going to hurt anything. But the thing that we always talk about when we're cautioning this is like, don't feel the need to do a hundred sit-ups a day because you're expecting to have visible abs. Yeah. Um, think about doing core exercises that are going to make your entire trunk stronger Mm -hmm. because that's going to translate into your weightlifting more than anything else. will. like, yeah, a uh, strong core is going to make all of your lifts easier and you will notice it as soon as it happens. Um, yeah. Once you know how to properly hold your trunk in a squat, instantly easier. Yeah. You figure out how to keep your back straight and your shoulders back while you're pulling off the floor for that clean, instantly easier. Um, you ever done a hollow hold? Like, <sighs> fuck a plank. 15 yeah. seconds in a hollow hold, it feels like a year. With your legs straight. I mean, you toes there are, t- feet together, toes. I can't do it right now because I yeah. can't lock my knee. But like, yeah, feet together, toes straight out, like perfect. Right. Like, well, even oof. hollow rocks, your entire core is engaged that entire time. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. We, um, I don't remember we call them gators, I think. So when you start in a hollow and then you roll over into the arch. Oh yeah. And then you have to roll back into the hollow. Like talk about drills that will get your midsection ready for fucking Roll-overs Olympic weightlifting. Is yeah. what I've heard them called. Yeah. So basically yeah. you're in a you're in a superman and you're rolling over you're using your core. You're not putting your your feet or your hands down and you're rolling over yeah. into a hollow hold. And, and then it you're takes rolling a back lot over. of course stability and strength to make sure that you don't smack your chin or the back of your head on the floor every yeah. time you roll over. Yeah. Well, and, like any, you want a strong core for any movement that you're going to fucking be doing. So. Also, hello, your posture is instantly yes. better. Yeah, absolutely. So let's also talk about things like flutter kicks, mountain mm. climbers, um, which also work your core, but give you cardio at the same yes. time. Like hello. those are great movements. Yeah. And I, I love doing mountain climbers just because like you, you shouldn't, one, you shouldn't like really be swaying back and forth. No, it should be, the movement should be from hips down. Yep. You so, should be rock solid the rest of it. And and those can be challenging. Like paying attention to the form on that is like, I think makes it even more challenging instead of just like flailing your legs up. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of cardio, who the fuck is the dipshit that started the rumor that cardio is useless? Like I would like to have a face-to-face conversation with him. <sighs> Like why, like, where did this come from? And I've seen it everywhere lately. It's like, 
give me a fucking break. This isn't hard to disprove. Okay. LOL. Not at all. all. Um, Cardio raises your uh, cortisol levels. This first claim is that too much steady state cardio will actually cause our bodies to hold on to fat in the midsection. I fucking give up. Okay. Well, I've also (laughs) seen while I was while I was reading this, I was researching for this fucking episode while I was reading that last night. I then flipped over to an article that said too much hit will also raise your cortisol levels. I just levels. saw that. So it's almost like if you put your body in fight or flight for too long, it's going to release cortisol. Weird. As we know, too much of anything can be bad. Ay, like fuck. fucking Christ. Like the reason that these people make money is because there are people out there that don't understand subtlety and like context. That and, and oh. there's so many people that want to get started. So they're looking to somebody that they assume has a ton of knowledge when sometimes the reality is that they're just trying to fucking sell you something. Which is disappointing and sucks. They're and capitalizing. In and of itself. Yes. Yes. God damn it. I fucking I hate that shit. So I do too. this is why we have a podcast <laughs> so that we can swear Whoa. at these motherfuckers. Um, but yeah, like too much of anything is going to cause your body to release cortisol. Yeah. That's what your body does. Yep. That's what it's the stress hormone. Yes, exactly. What your body does when you stress it for too long, the fucking cortisol yeah. comes out to play. You want to so. do six hours straight of co- uh, cardio. Yeah. Your yeah. body might be a little stressed out. Yeah. Also your body doesn't hold on to fucking fat by like picking and choosing like, Oh, this was too much cardio. I'm going to put, put this in the, in the belly. Yeah. That's not like, how that works. That's not how that shit works. <laughs> And last I checked, a body in caloric deficit's going to shed fat. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're fucking moving your body and you're eating clean, you're going to have a caloric deficit if you're paying attention to what you're doing. Right. And they're saying that oh, you shouldn't do cardio because it's going to release cortisol. Well, then don't do too much cardio. Right, exactly. And what about your heart health? That's yeah. what what that's what cardio is fucking great for. Your cardiovascular health is important too. Yes. So, so like, like this, this isn't this isn't building a solid footing for this guy's argument. No, at all. Like, like not even kind of. It's. <laughs> I don't even want to read this. <laughs> "Quote: It's not very effective at burning fat." What, what are we talking about? Okay. What I I've seen this everywhere lately, and it every time it just reaches me as much as Anthony Kiedis. Because they want you to buy their thermogenic <laughs> yes. fat burning fucking Fuck bullshit. Out of here. They say this because steady state cardio cardio doesn't have the same intensity of hit and it lacks the afterburn effect. Okay. Yeah. It's, All right. It's steady and state cardio. It's steady state cardio. There's also uh LIS, LIS. which is yeah. uh, low intensity low intensity steady, steady state. state, which is a walk. Which yeah. is twenty minutes, which is great for your heart health. Yeah, obviously, steady state cardio wouldn't is not going to be as spicy as hit. So high intensity yeah. uh, interval, interval training. training, duh, yeah, like fucking duh. But does that mean that it's your only option and that you shouldn't do anything? No. Come the fuck on, <laughs> like I just shook the table. That's the most Swiss cheese argument I've ever fucking seen in my life against like, like getting on a treadmill ever. I, just what again baffled i don't have words we are all dumber for having listened to it that's from billy madison by the way if you've never seen that movie um you should you should because i fucking reference it a lot in daily life because it's amazing fucking penguin he called the shit poop (laughs) while we're talking about hit workouts uh you should only be doing those a couple times per week and never for more than like 15 to 20 minutes because you don't need to 
Yeah. Like there's no reason that you should be taxing your cardio system that much if you're not training to do it. Right. Exactly. If you're using it as a way to get cardio in, only do it a couple times a week. John mm. Tesh says to do it for almost an hour, five times a week. John Tesh doesn't know what the fuck what? he's talking about because he's not a certified personal trainer. Wants to do that. Well, it sounds, I mean, I'm not knocking anybody, no, but for me personally, miserable. that does not sound fun. <laughs> Running for a minute, every other minute for almost an hour. Well, I could do that. I've done that. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Like, this is how nightmares start. Right. I'm living in You one. have 50 minutes of hit. What? No. Yeah, it's a lot. So why are they wrong in making this claim? Well, exhibit A, zombie land. Rule number one is cardio. Mm. To escape a pursuing zombie, you'll need to outrun it. And this means being in good shape. I mean, need I say more? Cardio trains us for the appending zombie apocalypse. Which we should be preparing for. I mean, for. we're almost there. Right. But really, like while these claims say that cardio is worthless, they're speaking specifically about steady state cardio. And even then, they're fucking wrong. Yeah. Research in the Journal of Obesity says that your heart and lungs get through more work during slower, steadier exercise. That equates to bigger boosts in cardiovascular fitness and stamina. Yeah, Booyah. Stamina is where it's at, baby. It's also going to help aid in recovering after your lifting sessions. Um, you'll feel better skipping to the squat rack when you're ego lifting. Um, What? When your ego lifting no days off, bro, brethren. Oh, there's like no commas. And I was <laughs> no, like, what? there's not. Does that say? <laughs> okay. Not. So that leads to bigger boosts in cardiovascular fitness and stamina because stamina is fucking tight. Yes. It's also going to help aid in recovery after your lifting sessions. So you'll feel better when you're, you know, skipping to the squat rack when your ego lifting no days off, bro, friends are staggering to the, into the gym with their pissed off legs. Yeah. Like the best, my favorite way to stretch my legs out is to just go for a fucking walk yeah just get them moving enough that like it flushes a little bit of that leftover lactic acid yeah. that's in there making your muscles sore and you're gonna figure out that after the first five minutes you're gonna feel great your muscles mm -hmm. are just gonna be pissed until they get warm right and then they're fine warm them up um why does steady state work so well it promotes capitalization capital <laughs> this is a big fucking word that fucks me up every time i read it capillarization which is the formation of new blood vessels, podcasting, learning words that you fucking say wrong all the time. Uh, so you increase the blood flow to your muscles when you lift. So you're building more capillaries while you're doing steady state cardio. Why is that a bad thing? It's not. Right. No one ever said, oh man, I have too many capillaries. My muscles just can't, yeah. they just don't love it. Right. No, wrong. your muscles love that shit. You know yeah. how your muscles get stronger and bigger faster by getting more blood flow to them so that they can do more output. Um, so that when you Ooh. lift, this equates to bigger gains and your post-workout pump. So get your fucking cardio in. Yeah, no shit. Like, uh, honestly. Another thing that, <laughs> that they totally disregard with the cardio is useless claim is that longer sessions are great for working on technique. Yes. So if you're prepping for like a 5K, a longer session is going to help you with everything from posture to foot strike. You can go for longer periods with less energy used and longer sessions help you become a more efficient mover. And who the fuck doesn't want that? Yeah. Can confirm. Yeah. Have trained that way. It's uh, honestly, and then honestly, after I train for something and then I do that something, I just take a long fucking break <laughs> because it, it's, it can be strenuous, but most people aren't fucking training for a half marathon. If you but enjoy that's running, that's yeah. okay though. Everybody, Hop every, on. every athlete has an off season. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would still go for walks. Yeah. Like movement is, is great. 
It doesn't mean that after every single one hour gym session that you need to then run for an hour. Also, you want to hop on the fucking treadmill and walk or run for 20, 25 minutes. Do it. It's good for your heart health. Yeah. And if you want to walk and get more intensity into your session without running, because maybe your knees, your ankles, your feet don't like that, put the incline up to like 5%. Mm -hmm. That'll, that'll really, it is a sneaky good way to tax your cardio without knowing it. Yeah. Like just put it on that five incline for like five minutes and then put it flat and you'll be amazed at how much faster you're going to walk once that treadmill is back to flat. <laughs> like It's 100%, awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. So that's a good hack, life hack as well at the gym. If you're short on time, but you want to get a solid cardio session in, put the incline on your machine up and it's yep. totally fine. Hold on to the fucking machine if you have the yep. incline cranked. Yeah. Like it's okay. When you're running, don't hold on to the machine. But if you're using the incline, Hold yeah. on to the sidebars because you don't want to fucking fly off the back of the yeah, treadmill. Yeah, that's not fun. No, I've done that before at my house and it really hurts when you slam your shin on the fucking, the rolly bar yeah. on the back of the treadmill. Oof. Yeah. Not a good time. Pretty sure that we just heard a whole lot of feelings somewhere on the internet with this episode, but hey, that's kind of what we do. Yeah, that's uh, not my fucking problem. As one guy said on the internet one day, love this for us. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Yes, uh, if you have questions, we have answers. Hit us up. Any of our socials at Meathead Test Kitchen on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, MTK staff on Twitter. Uh, you can also email us. Hello at MeatheadTestKitchen.com. We love getting emails from you guys. So yes. send them our way. Um, it is getting fucking cold outside. It is yeah. 32 degrees at the time of this recording in Omaha, uh, Nebraska. So make sure that you get your winter MTK gear now from the merch link at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Or you can go to shop at herdatmedia.com yes. as well. And you can find it there. We've got beanies. We've got hoodies. We have t-shirts, gym bags, stickers. Uh, we have a poster. Yes. So get that shit. And don't forget to sign up for Meathead Athletics. The announcement is coming real fucking soon. 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 Coming for you. Um, We love you guys, and I can't wait to do another one of these episodes so I can just shout and bang (laughs) the table. Uh, The whole time we've recorded this, uh, Sasha's husband's been upstairs probably giggling while we've just been screaming at the dog in the living room. Earphones, like, Jesus Christ, guys. (laughs) These bitches downstairs. Oh, my God. Sorry. It's what you signed up for, dude. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. Thank you, as always, for listening. Make sure you leave a like, follow us, review. We love that shit. Yes. Until next time. Me head test kitchen. Out. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.